0: Welcome to this episode of the Hungry Trilobite Podcast. My guest today is Jackie Ray Naaman jones from Manos to Hands of Fate, which you'll recognize from Mystery Science Theater 3000. And before I start, I would like to strongly encourage you to go to my website, www.aaronbosig.com to get links to Jackie's website and social media feeds. During this conversation, we're going to talk about a lot of things that she's been discussing on there. And that's probably the best way of getting the context. Please hold on during the end of the episode for a special announcement about the future of this podcast. It's good news, I promise you. And now, Jackie Ray Naman jones Okay, and we're here today with Jackie Ray Naman jones How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. How about you?
2: Doing, doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. I have been following you for, it seems like, almost half my life now. Oh, no! <laughs> am i that old <laughs> no i think i am that's, that's oh. the problem <laughs> i was introduced <laughs> to you through the movie manos and that introduced to that through mst3k and then i read your book growing up with manos and right. i realized that there's a rich history there and you are possibly the best person to tell it and
1: i'm just about the only person left to tell it <laughs> at this point yeah, but yeah, I mean, my dad was well, the master. It's
2: miraculous that that you know, being as young as you were, you had you had such a wealth of knowledge and and firsthand from your own family.
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm an artist like my dad was, and uh, very observant, and uh, that to me was the best summer of my childhood. You know, I, I adored my dad and. And I loved being involved in anything he was involved in. And since Manos was really his artwork, all of all of the props and costumes were made by... Well, my dad did all the props, my mom sewed the costumes. And I do have clear memories of them laying out that fabric and putting the red hands on the robe. And I remember them making the wives' costumes and... Um, and my mom made my dress, too, the little Debbie dress. <laughs> even even Torgo's costume, that was my dad's uh, welding coveralls for his studio.
2: I, I think the most touching part was when you actually said in the book that it was like a family movie for you, which it literally was. But yes. you may be the only person who would think of it that way. And that really spoke to me. I don't think I'll ever forget that.
1: Oh thanks. Yeah, I like to say that. It occurred to me once. It's, it is. It's like a family movie to me. And uh I mean, I have to tell you, I'm I go to a counselor. I'm in therapy, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh she just told me oh, on our on our last appointment it it just kind of startled me in a way. She said, "Well, Jackie, you have to admit you had a very weird childhood." And I had to stop for a minute and go, yeah, I guess I did. You know, I'm always trying to downplay it and say, well, everybody had stuff, which mm-hmm. is true. But yeah, my family was pretty odd and that we were in an odd time and place.
2: That's a weird moment. And I, you're not the first person who have said that they had that realization that this wasn't normal. This wasn't everybody else. And
1: mm-hmm. when, you,
2: when you wrap your hand around that, it it, it takes a minute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're
2: never the same afterward.
1: Yeah. But, you know, my dad was so creative. My mother was a teacher and an educator. And my dad, well, he was the executive director of the South El Paso Boys Club right on the, the border. But he was an actor and an artist. and And I just grew up in a very creative environment.
2: And your creativity now is it's palpable I, I see you you're instructing people on painting and your uh, your writing and both personal and and just getting your thoughts out there you're philosophizing and it's mm-hmm. I'm it's just great to follow for for whatever reason well
1: thank you so much yeah I'm looking at um, different ways to get things out there because I'm you know i'm not only an artist but uh ptsd and add and all those uh all those adjectives that uh i have so many ideas that it's uh hard to to pin myself down and uh, it's amazing that i accomplish what i do the way i bounce around but uh, yeah i'm just hitting this place right now where i see myself writing a lot more I've mm-hmm. tested the waters a little bit and besides my book and, um, the response is really nice. I mean, not just nice, but I feel like I'm touching people in a way that I want to with my art or with anything. It's, it's, uh, symbolic and it's, it's spiritual and it's deep and, uh, it's great when other people can get a sense of it. And it it inspires them or helps them in some way, even if they can't articulate it.
2: it fantastic. It, do you do you feel that mostly with the, the painting, or is that is it the writing really starting to take that take over that?
1: Well, when I do the writing, yeah. I mean, I've been writing most of my life, and and I find that it's very interesting that just recently I found a couple of notebooks. From my my first ones of poetry wow. and writing from when I was like 13 to 16 years old, it's it's heavy stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. those were dark times for me as a kid. I I was uh, a suicidal kid for five years, 13, six years, mm-hmm. 13 to 19 years old. I was very uh, depressed and. Yeah suicidal and uh yeah it was it was uh, a challenge <laughs> so writing was one of my outlets and it's just it's it's really interesting to see it now I found those books in the past and looked at them but they were hard to read but now I'm at a new place in life it's it's interesting because I'll be 60 <laughs> 60 years old on uh, my birthday in July and um kind of feeling this new sense of things, this new freedom and uh, creation, creativity. I don't know. I just can't wait to see what's next. I'm glad that Monos has still um, got its fan following out there in the world, and I really hope to do a lot more events. I've, I've been a guest at a number of uh, conventions and, and screenings, and I just love it. I mean, I I, love talking to people and engaging with people. So any chance I get.
2: I greatly regret that I haven't been at one of those conventions because I've kept my eye out. But you and I are just never in the same state (laughs) at the same time.
1: Yeah, well, I haven't done too many of them, but I'm definitely open. I think I'm ready to put myself out there maybe a little bit more for next year. I'd love to go to a few. So uh, oh, you up. know anybody listening? Hello. <laughs> Just get <laughs> hold of me.
2: Absolutely. so where could somebody get a hold of you if they have a mind to?
1: Uh, my my email is good. It's Jackie Ray. It's j a c k e y and then r a y e at msn.com. And you can see my artwork on uh, my new website. I'm, I'm building it now, but there's quite a bit of my art on there now. And then that's uh, Jackie's Arts. And again, the Jackie is E-Y, so Jackie'sArts.com.
2: Love that site. I love watching your paintings. I, all this will be in the show notes, so if somebody wants to browse your art, possibly make an offer, they'll definitely have the option on our website here.
1: Excellent. And I do uh, monos-related things as well. You know, like I said, my dad made the costumes or the, the artwork and props in the film. And my mom sewed the costumes, and they designed those together. But um, I've made master's robes. Uh, I've made 15 of them so far, and they're all signed and numbered. I sew in a label that I sign, and it's numbered. So I've made 15 of them. And wow. I make them, I like to say I make them just the way my mama made the the original <laughs> with French seams. It's 100% heavyweight, uh, cotton broadcloth and, uh, yeah, they're really nice. And also I make, um, I've made the Torgo staff, you know, the hand that Torgo mm-hmm. carries uh, mm-hmm. just like my dad because I was there I watched him make the original he cut it with his uh, his cutting torch and it's cut out of uh, cold rolled steel so I've got a few of those I I just haven't figured out what I want to sell them for though
2: <laughs> well I mean don't sell yourself short because it's to have something like that made with such care by the person who knows what they're talking about that's I mean, i to be honored to hold it, much less wear it or have it.
1: (laughs) Well, I've sold a couple of those Torgo staffs, but then someone tried to get into a con with it, and they weren't allowed to Mm because it's it's made out of
2: steel.
1: So I was wondering, I'm going to look into this. What about um, 3D printing? Could I 3D print it out of plastic? Would it be able to go into a convention then? Or, yeah, I don't know.
2: In some cases, a convention—it depends on the one—but they might ban anything that could be called a weapon.
1: Like in a which stick. case,
2: yeah, so it's yeah. a stick.
1: Five and a um, half foot stick. Yeah, that's not a good start.
2: <laughs> and then some would just say, "Well, as long as it's you know isn't doesn't have sharp edges, it's okay." Yeah. It really depends on the area.
1: Yeah, the hand—it it, uh, even if it was plastic, it would look pretty dangerous.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Well, anyway, just an idea. Like I said, I bounce around. I got a lot of ideas.
2: You really do. And I feel like that sometimes myself. I like to draw. I like, I like to write. I, I do the podcast now and do videos. And I'm like, would I be better off just doing one thing? And, you know, you're no. I, I Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no. I love that wouldn't. shaking your head there.
1: Well, you know, and I'll give you a piece of advice. And anybody listening that is uh, relating to this a long time ago I just I decided to stop trying to stop myself and trying to get back onto task. And the days where I just allow myself to bounce around, then I keep going back to those tasks. It might take me several times, but it turns out I get a lot more done in the day when I just allow myself to flow the way that I flow. It all gets done by the end. It might not all happen in one shot but it gets done so the kinder you are to yourself um the easier it gets
2: got to keep that in mind and that's really kind of what i was looking to get at when we i got you on the podcast is i just wanted to see how you how you managed to do it all and because you know one day you're you know you took a little trip and the next you get this amazing blog post about all the stuff in your life nobody knew about that you're so honest Mm -hmm. about. And yet thank you're you dealing with heavy duty stuff. I'm not shortchanging that. I'm not sugarcoating it, but you look at it and all I hear is this person sees value in this. This person's not seeking pity or they're not seeking a pat on the back. They just want to show the world this was worth something.
1: Hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that was my intention. Good. Just being honest, you know, like, like you said, it, I'm not looking for pity. I, I don't want pity, you know, for, for anything. I don't have anything to be pitied for. I have such blessings in life. I just want to live in the moment and appreciate them. And, and uh, that all that darkness from the last couple of years is lifting. Things are changing. And, uh, and part of that is because I'm able to be honest with people if I can be honest out in the world it's easier to be honest to myself if that makes sense then you can examine things mm-hmm. and uh, move on
2: yeah and, and you're all about putting things out in the world e- even literally when you decorate the little stones and just leave them for whoever yeah. to find them That's such yeah. a great idea
1: oh I just saw this post the other day I'm so excited next time I go to the store I'm getting glow-in-the-dark paint uh, two different people sent me this post of large rocks lining a driveway but painted uh like with pointillism the dots with glow in the dark paint so it's beautiful in the daytime but then it glows at night i'm like oh hell yeah
2: i'm doing that (laughs) oh
1: yes (laughs) so look now i have another project oh my god
2: well i i mean that's something you could just do over your morning coffee when you get your head together and, and then it's just, it's just a silly idea. It's a little stone that... No,
1: these some... are big. Oh. These are big rocks.
2: Oh, okay. They're like
1: lining your, you know, like, you know, you don't want to run into it with your car kind of rock. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, I could, yeah, it'd be fun to paint the little ones and glow in the dark paint. If somebody's out there at night, it might freak them out. Like, <laughs> you know, because why would you be in the park at night,
2: for instance? <laughs> yeah. Whoever's in the park at night probably isn't looking for rocks, to be fair. Yeah, they're probably not, but a
1: little glowing rock might might uh, catch their attention. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, is there anything you want to give us a hint as to what's coming next? Or-
1: Oh well, there's some ideas out there. Um, a friend of mine is working on a idea of a web series with my character, uh, Present Day, and um, but I can't really say anything about it yet. Fair enough. Um, but I think that if this thing is gonna work, they're gonna there's gonna be a um, a fundraising, probably Indiegogo. So at that point, everybody will hear about it. And um, I'm just working on teaching more art classes and uh, getting my art out there more. Uh, I do a lot of reclaimed things. I've, I so that I don't become a hoarder because <laughs> I, I would collect old doors and windows for a long time. I'd see them on burn piles or up against fences and I just, couldn't stand to think of them being destroyed. So I started collecting them. And then uh, like the old panel doors, I I used my skill saw and cut them into panels. And then I enhanced the, the outer wood and the center part. I put Venetian plaster and then my art, which you can see on my website. And uh, I just, I love it. It has so much character. And uh, so my studio is just full of these panels and it's time for me to get to work do some art shows um i'm looking into getting into some galleries and uh how i can do that because i'm ready i'm ready
2: is there a particular one you're very fond of because i have a preference but i I would just like to hear it from you first
1: uh what galleries or the
2: your your artwork
1: oh my art It changes. I mean, I definitely have some favorites, but I, and I, and not all my stuff's on the website yet, but what's your favorite?
2: The octopus. Every time Uh, you do an octopus, I just love it.
1: You know, um, that's very interesting because my, like I said earlier, my work is very symbolic and uh, a lot of times it, it affects your subconscious and it comes from my subconscious And I couldn't figure out why I started painting octopus. All of a sudden, octopus started coming to me and demanding to be painted. So I painted at least, it was the third one that I said, well, what do they symbolize? I mean, what do they mean out there in in the world? And so I started doing my research. And it was very interesting because it completely reflects my life. I was feeling... um, kind of disoriented and going through a lot of changes and octopus are uh, grounded, but they're grounded on the bottom of the ocean and they're pulled by the waves and the, the currents. And they're very intelligent with these large heads. And, um, so they're intuitive and, uh, they know how to hide in plain sight. They can, they can disguise themselves. It's, um, but if you look them up, or read about them on, I think it's on my website, but, uh, it was just amazing to me how much they reflected what I was going through. And then I started looking around my house and realized that at least four of the rooms in my house were painted blue in the, I painted them in the last few years. So now I'm changing the color again. It's time to change. And then I thought one day I go, man, that's deep. Right? Then I cracked up. I cracked up because, of course, it's deep. We're talking about the ocean.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You made your own personal ocean before you even knew it. Right?
1: Right? But it's interesting how many people have been really drawn to it. Not only was I painting them and drawn to them, I was also feeling almost physically repelled, like some people are about spiders and things. They were, like, freaking me out while I was painting them. (laughs) Isn't that odd? Well... I, I have a few more octopus coming. They're going to be coming. More crows. I love the crows. And then lately, a couple jellyfish. I don't know what that's about. I think that's about transition, but I'm not sure. We'll figure it out.
2: Well, jellyfish are almost eternal in some ways, so they've seen it come and go.
1: Wow, you're right. I just read something about, yes. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Okay, that makes sense. See what I mean? Art is subconscious, color, all these things. So it's it's yeah. I'm in a good world.
2: Just gotta make a,
1: make a living at it, you know. Sure. <laughs> it's not easy.
2: Well, I am gonna keep promoting your stuff and making sure the word about you gets out there because like I said, you are a fantastic person to follow uh um, your your stories about the, the old movie, the new paintings and everything in between. Absolutely worth keeping an eye on. Thank um, you. You're you're quite welcome. Um I'm gonna let you go while we still have good audio and video because it's coming in and out. Okay. I, I'd be glad to have you back anytime. This has been a real treat talking to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, let's catch up in a few months. There's a lot more coming. Absolutely. Let's do that. Let's do that. And again, if okay. I'm ever at a convention, I am definitely coming up and talking to you. You better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, take good care.
1: All right, you too. Bye.
0: I would like to thank my guest today, Jackie Ray Naaman jones and I would like to thank you for listening. Now, about that announcement I mentioned, previous to now, this podcast has always come out every three weeks on Thursday because I never could get the hang of Thursdays. As of now, we're going to start releasing episodes every two weeks. So you will only have two more weeks to get this episode on iTunes or YouTube or wherever you choose to get it. Check out the different ways you can get our show at my website, www.aaronbosig.com. And to support the show, it would really, really help if you would subscribe on iTunes or YouTube or your platform of choice. Hit that subscribe button and you'll help the show. Thanks a lot and see you in two weeks.